be perfectly fine. Fine. Okay, fine. Fine. You're listening to Everything is Fine in Southwest Washington, where we recognize that everything is not at all fine, discuss what we can do about it, and empower you to connect with your community. Good evening, counselors. My name is Brenna Collins. My husband Andy and I and our six-year-old twins, Fisher and Murphy, own eight acres along the railroad in Salachi Prairie. You are already aware and have received multiple emails from us about the acts that PBJR committed when they began building a road through wetland and riparian habitat. As they excavated an area that contained natural springs, It choked the waters that flowed year-round to the fish-bearing stream below, which runs through our property. Among the dead fish in the wake of PBJR's negligence were the endangered coho salmon, the Washington native cutthroat trout, rainbow trout, and many other in-stream species. As the sediment continues to collect, the few fish remaining in our streams struggle with the lack of oxygen and the turbine conditions. Our stream is one of many that have been disregarded by PBJR. Temple continues to say that they are using best practices. Here are just a handful of their best practices visible from just my backyard. Excavation of natural waterways, lack of culverts, silt fence placed in front of existing culverts in riparian habitats, lack of erosion control, and both obvious violations of the Clean Water Act and the Endangered Species Act. It is your responsibility to ensure that companies that do business in our communities act with decency and compliance. You cannot pretend to support conservation efforts and then allow destruction of these sensitive waterways and lands. In Temple's own admission, this is all infrastructure to support a mine that has yet to submit a formal application. In the spirit of Washington's commitment to conversation, we continue to beg the county council to have the courage and integrity to stand up for what is right. Please hold this leasee of Clark County property, PVJR, and Eric Temple accountable for their negligence and swiftly begin restoration efforts. My greatest hope is that one day when I tell this story to my children, I can hail the local officials that fought against irresponsible, unnecessary, and greedy actions of this distrustful business owner. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Hello, counselors. My name is Andrew Collins. You just met my wonderful wife, Brenna. I'm the property owner whose stream has begun to dry up. I am the property owner. Please keep your voice up so we can all hear. I'm the property owner who has witnessed dead and dying fish. I am the property owner who has nothing to gain and everything to lose. The willingness of this county and some on this council to let PVGR immediately and permanently destroy the foothills of the Cascade Mountain Range is disheartening. The short-term benefits to Clark County, the financial benefits, will fade over time, but the physical damage to the landscape and the emotional damage to the residents will last forever. I ask you 
I ask all of you to carefully evaluate what type of relationship the county desires to have with PVJR and the railroad. Are the temporary financial interests of PVJR and their international business partner more important than the long-term desires of local residents? Are the temporary tax revenues for Clark County more important than the permanent destruction of habitat that is relied upon by endangered species, such as the famous Pacific Northwest Chinook and Coho Salmon? Should PVJR be allowed to continue to run roughshod over the vulnerable residents of Clark County under the guise of environmental stewardship, all the while only claiming a cost savings of $5 per ton of gravel? PVJR has lied to me. PVJR has lied to you. PVJR will continue to lie. It is time for this council and Clark County to hold PVJR accountable for its actions. It is time for this council and Clark County to terminate its relationship with PVJR. It, it, it wasn't it wasn't like uh it wasn't in question it was just like when is this going to show up again and in what form exactly when will this bubble up again when this will when will this reach it's like another boiling point right uh so okay so now we're kind of getting into this like correspondence letters from temple so we're to start with the immediate aftermath of the chalachi neighbors raising the issue so this is where we start hearing from Eric Temple. So mm-hmm. October 6th, Eric Temple writes an email titled, quote, Community Interest in Chalachi addressed to the counselors and the manager of the county. It has come to my attention that our recent letter to the community was distributed before we were able, and you're receiving some input from the citizens. I offer this response to any concerns you and the county may have. We value the input and concerns of the community, yeah, sure you do, and would like (laughs) to provide you with some important information about this project. Can't wait. The project, which involves expanding the Chalachi Yard, is being carried out in accordance with the applicable U.S. law, specifically 49 U.S.C., 10501, 49, numbers, numbers, numbers. These federal statutes establish the regulatory framework that governs railroad construction projects, and they grant us the authority to proceed with this project. We understand and empathize with the concerns of the citizens of Clark County as, oh my God, am I reading this? Oh my, I am reading this. As responsible <laughs> corporate citizens. Corporate citizens? We, we responsible the ones. are citizens of the, no, you're not. You reference previous, hey, you're like, you're supposed to be yelling. being Eric Temple I, uh, Yeah, sorry. Play sorry. evil. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm, just I'm sorry, I shaved my beard. I no longer have a mustache to twirl. As responsible corporate citizens, we are committed to minimizing the impact of our operations on the local community. In fact, the decision to expand the Chalachi Yard was made with several key objectives in mind, all of which are aligned with the well-being of the community. So he goes on to cite environmental protection, worker safety, reducing road traffic, and reducing the cost of materials. As his reasons for doing this whole expansion of the Chalachi Yard, he notes that he uh, supports open communication cooperation with the community and local 
authorities, but he wanted to emphasize, Philip, that the council does not have the power to stop this project. Oh. He wants to underline that. <laughs> the county council, whose railroad it is. You can't stop us. Oh, fall in line. I've it's already bought. It's important for you to understand. <laughs> so, uh, okay, yeah. And then, so, I don't know if you caught that, but it was like, before we were about to send out this letter. Yeah, I was going to um, ask about that, because it sounds like a letter got leaked, or... The letter itself was signed, was uh, dated October 4th. The stuff started going on or at least being noticed like late September. He sent it to somebody, right? I think it was to the county. I think it was in those um, public documents that were released about his correspondence with them or whatever. But yeah, he's basically like, oh, yeah, I was going to send out this letter. Apparently some people. So he he basically shared a copy of the letter, but he didn't send out the letter before he did it he started doing the activity anyways. Oh, And then he's like, I was going to send out this letter and then sends the letter like, oh, I was going to send this out. And then... So he just, after he started the activity, he got called out for it. He suddenly remembers this letter. Yeah, that that he was going to send out. And then he sends an email saying, I'm going to send this letter. And then he still doesn't send it out. And to this day, this letter has not been sent. Ooh. Mystery. According to the residents that we've talked to, yeah. which are reliable people. But you know people. what? He's, he's a community player. He's a good corporate citizen. So, yeah. And so it's dated October 4th, like I said. it's ri- I, It says it's written by his bitch boy, Nathan Bruce. It's like, hello, I'm Nathan Bruce, blah, blah, blah. And so I have the, the, the letter here. So, dear neighbor, I hope this letter finds you well. My name is Nathan Bruce. I'm chief operating officer of the PBJR LLC. <laughs> we value our community and the relationships we have with neighbors. So it's like kind of the same bullshit. Yeah, we sincerely apologize for any inconvenience. Our primary je- objective is to protect Chalachi tr- Creek. No, this makes sense. Um, He's a bootlicker. From potential harm arising from a future mining project. You know, that mining project, which uh, the zoning was just determined to be invalid <laughs> and which is still hung up at the courts <laughs> and which hasn't even happened yet, but we won't happen for no, years no, if it ever a, does it's, happen. It's a done deal. It's like it's already there. Yeah. So they're just, they know it's going to happen. And so they are just taking it upon themselves to protect the environment. <laughs> and. Wow. And that's who you want protecting the environment is good corporate citizens. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And they're greenwashing, yeah. So, um, so the important part about this letter, though, is the a couple these lines right here. So, we plan to implement measures to reduce noise and disturbances, particularly by berming the site. Berming basically means to level the site. Because oh. it's all haley there, like they showed us, like okay, yeah, yeah, bur- that's what berming means. Okay, yeah. yeah, they were talking about how they were just gonna start leveling that area. Yeah, and think what it takes to do something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so however, it's important to note that there will be instances when rock removal will necessitate blasting. Oh, blasting! Blasting! <laughs> I wonder how many fossil, how much fossil fuels it takes to. Do all this I, blasting I, behavior. I don't think dynamite has a, <laughs> an environmental. In, I say dynamite. I'm just imagining some like sticks of dynamite with a fuse, but I'm sure they've, you know, got whatever the modern equivalent of that is. Well, yeah. And it's like, it's just funny because like berming the site, like berming, that's a word I've never heard before. And it like basically means like leveling, leveling the site, like destroying everything to make a flat land. Yeah. And it's funny because like usually there's like a fancy. I mean, that's just an example of a fancy term for, like, a destructive thing or, like, a, a bad thing, right? But, like, when it comes to blasting, blasting's just blasting, bro. 
Sorry, it's gonna like there's no special word for it. We're gonna necessitate blasting. Uh, we understand that this can be disruptive, and we want to assure you that we will take steps to mitigate any disruptions. We will provide advance notice before each blasting event. <laughs> oh, that's great! That's awesome. Uh, that yeah, so, so much solace to the residents. Yeah, ain't nothing gonna change, but we will let you know when we are blasting, so yeah. that you can get your blasting you can, earphones you can... on, or <laughs> escape, or yeah, fucking flee, whatever we'll, you need we'll, to do. Yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you like you know five minutes to put in your earplugs. Exactly, but we want to, they want to express, Nathan Bruce wants to express uh, being that they are committed to being responsible neighbors and ensuring the safety and well-being of our community. Oh. Our, oh, that was oh. interesting, our, our. community I, I, throughout I, this project. Okay, so we've got, think about the timeline here again. So October 6th, uh, he writes the email, community interest in Chalachi that you just read. Um, then he's like, oh, I have this letter. It's dated October 4th. And then uh, October 7th, um, we have a reporter from the Colombian covering the story in Chalachi, and she receives this letter from Eric Temple. Quote, in response to the recent interview in which I believe I can anticipate a certain story, I'd appreciate you consider my draft letter to the editor in response. So he's already got like a draft letter to the editor, which he's like low key threatening the journalist. Like, I'm going to talk to your editor. So anyway, so um, I, yeah, I'd appreciate you consider my draft letter to the editor in response. I hope and trust you will be fair if the Colombian chooses to publish your story. Thank you for your time. So here's his draft letter to the editor. Dear editor, editor, I am writing to address a recent article in the Colombian newspaper that discussed our railroad constructions project construction projects impact on the seasonal creek. Seasonal Creek. Contrary to the article's portrayal, <laughs> our project has not disrupted the creek. It has enhanced its <laughs> flow. What? <laughs> no, we we He's fucking... So, know, He's so evil. We saw what that was doing to the water flow. He's enhanced? Like, hey, Good what Lord. you saw with your own eyes? Yeah. Nope. No, blocking <laughs> off the water actually adds more water. No, exactly. <laughs> Just like a giant thousand acre mining... <laughs> Rock transport project is in yeah, no, an the, eco-friendly the, it, action. It, it, yeah. The water gets cleaner the more Carbon shit we reduction. dump into it. It is crucial to clarify that no fish have been harmed or killed due to any water disruption <laughs> because, because simply put, there was no such disruption. Oh my god. Again, photo evidence. Dead salmon corpses. Like anyone who's living in any reality who like looks at that was that was one of the things department of ecology people said after they had had this talk and came back it's like it's i think it might have been the guy oh the army corps guy yeah the army corps guy and maybe we talked about this in the bar but the army corps guy said it's hard to have a conversation when you're operating on different definitions of reality exactly (laughs) when you don't agree on reality yeah yeah but this is this is delusional or it's like the Trump thing, like if you say it three times, then people believe it or whatever. Oh, yeah, no, he's, he's, he is a, a Trump-esque wannabe. So the creek only flows after rainfall, and during most of the summer, the area remains dry, says the Eric, the, the expert on the area, Eric Temple. <laughs> Our project has been designed with meticulous care to ensure minimal environmental impact. It's a mine, it's a road, it's oh a bunch of trees. Oh, my God, it keeps going. <laughs> I swear I read this before, but I'm actually kind of shocked. 
In fact, the genesis of this project was driven by our commitment to environmental conservation. We initially embarked on this endeavor to, on this endeavor to protect Chalachi Creek, demonstrating our dedication to safeguarding our local waterways. Nothing does that like a mine. Our project benefits both the environment and the citizens of Clark County. We take pride in our responsible approach to construction and our commitment to preserving our natural resources. Oh my God. Like Greenwashing 101. We kindly request that the Columbian newspaper accurately represent our project's positive contributions to the community and its environmental sustainability. October 7th, Brenna Collins, clearly having heard PVJR's claims that the flow of the creek was mostly dry, that they actually enhance its flow, and that no fish had died, wrote a letter to Eric Temple. <laughs> Quote, this is badass. Quote, <laughs> Mr. Temple, I am owner. I am the owner of the property that contains a creek that typically runs year-round and contains a variety <laughs> of fish as well as other aquatic species. Spawning trout in the winter months when the water is high and their babies that grow in the calm, light flow of the summer months. We have lived at our property, our property for four years and the creek has never run dry. Until Friday, September 29th, 2023, when your company negligently began dumping drought dumping gravel and building a road upstream the lack of engineering geological expertise incompetence and due diligence is astonishing <laughs> for, <laughs> for you to remain steadfast in your response that this is a positive contribution to clark county and its fish wildlife and water day waterways is ludicrous this project has already caused disastrous disastrous effects on the ecology of the area and it is in its infancy I have a catalog of photos Ooh. and videos of these running waters, both from my property as well as Mr. Warren Keys throughout the seasons and years. I ask you to refrain from categorizing something that you have yet to see in person. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of fish have died. Our family rescued what we are able to, but the impact of your incompetent construction is obvious and irresponsible. My my husband and I met with your woefully unqualified. <laughs> <laughs> General Manager Nathan Bruce yesterday. <laughs> he, he admitted the the misstep of not adding culverts and said that they put them put them in yesterday. He asked us to come and see them to inspect their placement to ensure that it was proper. We told him that we are unqualified to do such work. Each day we are getting closer and closer to a resolution to all of these matters, and I look forward to the outcome. On October 13th, there will be a meeting with the USA Co. and the Do Washington Department of Ecology at my property. I encourage you to attend. I understand that this was just a, quote, seasonal creek that only flows when there is rainfall, and no fish have been harmed or killed due to water disruption, these experts would not waste their time with such a matter. <laughs> As I teach my young children, when you do something wrong, the first step is to apologize. The next is to take action and do better. I hope that you and your business partners can show some integrity through this process. Sincerely, Brenna Collins. <laughs> she said that the effects are in their infancy. So we, the, not we, they are already seeing these massive detrimental effects to the environment. And this is just the beginning of what they want to do. This is just a road. This is, this this is, is just, just a road. This is the expansion of the Chilachi Yard. This yeah. isn't a mine. This isn't a bazillion railroad cars harding like mine shit. Like they're already seeing horrible effects from just one botched road. 
Okay, so John Nanny, another Chalachi resident, leading the charge to stop this environmental destruction in Chalachi, who we met, noted a couple more things about PBJR's behavior and rationale. So first was that it appeared PBJR had intensified their efforts to complete the road building since the neighbors discovered they were engaging in the activity. Very classy, Mr. Temple, yeah. Um, Second being that Nathan Bruce, Eric Temple's bitch boy, Told Nanny, <laughs> got to say that every time, told Nanny that they it's were... title, you got to add it for exactly, respect. Exactly, exactly. Told Nanny that they were proceeding under federal jurisdiction, but was, quote, unwilling or unable to provide any certified engineering docu- documents showing that they have performed even the most rudimentary studies, nor appropriate federally mandated compliance with NEPA or other expected studies related to the construction of a road through environmentally sensitive area. So they're... they're- Pushing through the road because once the road's in, it's like, you know, what what can you do about it? Because you, well, exactly. Because, um, you know, you'll probably pay a fine at some point, but how much money are you going to right. make off of the, you're, you're the project ultimately? You're not going to ultimately. undo the road and re-put the trees back in. Exactly. <laughs> it's, there, exactly. it's there. What are you going to do? We just like rush this process with no permits and are deflecting with all these like grandiose claims we have no basis or evidence for exactly and if you're saying that you're federally regulated by another government body you should probably have let that government body know (laughs) what the fuck you're doing and then get the approval from them you're not just god but actually we'll find out that (laughs) okay yeah and reiterate again to this date, no one has been able to find any documentation, anything showing any federal approval approvals of their work. And of course, if there were any, yeah. of course, and Eric Temple would be the first guy right. to show you. Exactly. Right? Then now when you and I were out in Chalachi, one of the ecology people told us that this was the second complaint against PVJR about destruction of, the, of a creek. Mm. Second recent complaint. Um, PVJR has logged and continues to engage in grading and development activity on land adjacent to the Curtin Creek Natural Area in Brush Prairie while claiming, again, that they have federal preemption. Oh. What's Curtin Creek, Philip? Curtin Creek is a creek. I think that's the one really near where I live. Yeah. Um, that's the one next to the proposed, proposed concrete, concrete bash, bash plant. plant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this is... Weird how we this keep is, coming back to that. Yeah, it's a pattern for them. Okay, so now we know all the backstory, what happened. Maybe not all the backstory. We're getting into the backstory, but we know <laughs> we know basically what the big inciting moment was, was this, was this crazy shit he's doing out in Chalachi um, that kind of caught our attention and got us back on, although we did want to do... We've been wanting to do an update on um eric temple because there's there's all there's always something to talk about so oh yeah and we're back on the eric temple train now yeah so the question is for me is how do we get to this point why does temple believe he's subject to no laws what's (laughs) going on public records requests have been shared with us so looking back on many emails to the county going back years temple has been saying crazy shit about what the law is and that the railroad is subject to federal law so He's been saying, if people were, people could have paid attention, you know, people that were going to maybe enter into a new lease and do dealings with this guy, Uh, maybe could have paid attention to what he was planning a long time ago and what 
he thought he was able to do a long time ago. So in one letter back in 2018, um, he says Clark County and PVJR have a, quote, common carrier obligation under federal law to transport anything a corporation wants, no matter how hazardous. What? Yes. Along the rails just because the railroad exists. This was the argument he was making in an email to the counties. Patently absurd. Yes. Temple claimed nothing in state law, county, or city code can change this, and they are legally obligated to deliver them. He said this goes for, quote, whatever the worst possible items you can imagine. That's what he said. But he just makes shit up. He just, like, comes up with, yeah, he, like, finds because he's an, a, an obscure law yeah. that he thinks could apply to him. or Yeah, I mean, that's his whole thing is... Because he, like, if, if, because he's this railroad head, like, guy, because he, he has this presumed illusionary authority. Not, what well, not illusionary, but illusionary in all these senses he's claiming to have authority. Um, then people just, like, take him at his word, and they shouldn't because he's so full of shit. Well, and I mean, yeah, like if you're a corporation, your goal is profit, you know, you already have the end game in sight. You're just like, what hoops do I jump through? What's the like yeah. least minimum thing I can do? How can I manipulate this? You know, he just go- seems to go a lot harder than a lot a lot of them do <laughs> in trying to force this shit through. The um, ultimate capitalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, January 27th, 2023. So now we're fast forward to 2023 eric temple emails bowerman medvigie and Otto to say quote there have been a number of complaints over the years from your citizens who've purchased homes only to be surprised there's a railroad there sort of kicking myself for not noticing this earlier but look at your comp plan zoning map these errors run throughout the county on the railroad right of way railroads due to the noise light emissions hours of operations are the very definition of heavy industrial or IH in your code. If not, let's at least change it to railroad industrial or IR. Anyone looking at your maps could easily miss the rail line. My ask is to change the zoning on the entire corridor corridor to IH or at least IR, please. It is not fair to your citizens that this map error exists. It causes a PR nightmare for us and the businesses we try to recruit. No, you cause a PR nightmare for yourselves, you jackass. <laughs> so, sorry, please continue. Yeah, so he's basically saying, he's like, oh shit, hey, you know what? I, I wish I would have noticed this earlier, <laughs> but your whole fucking map that you made, this whole comprehensive plan thing that you guys, that you as a legal body put together following a law and like doing all the shit this whole thing no 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 no. it's all wrong if you're near this old railroad that rarely gets used then it's misleading because it's not zoned for the stuff we're going to run through anyway exactly exactly (laughs) and i mean he has a point that like yeah the county probably shouldn't have if they were planning on do because this is a partnership like the county is is pushing for this stuff alongside eric temple so like they yeah, they obviously hold some blame here that you shouldn't have just kept approving residential near this railroad if you planned on doing anything other than tearing right. it up, honestly. Right. So, but, like, he has a point there, but he's just like, oh, duh. Okay, just swap this just, all yeah, to... Just, n- even though that shit's there and it exists, it's not going anywhere, but just let, just change the zoning um, and we're just going to do this anyways. And then yeah. the last statement of this letter... 
I also don't believe you need an extensive public process to make this change. <laughs> and it is, as it is clearly a mistake. Oh, he, yeah, no, uh, just... Just swap just, them over? Yeah, just Heavy do industrial? No, Heavy don't, industrial. Need to, don't need to alert anyone. <laughs> Heavy industrial. Good Lord. No. Nope. This, this is the type of shit that I, I don't even have words for. Like, how fucking entitled and arrogant and... And he just sits around he like just, plotting this shit and just see like he's yeah, probably like I'm gonna send this one off and see what they see what they say to that one like how crazy can I get the big one February sixteenth twenty twenty three so some have called this the Marshall letter I call it the <laughs> I am God letter <laughs> I love the <laughs> or like, or this, the manifesto this is a letter so infamous <laughs> infamous it has its own title so this is Eric Temple's full explanation of why he can do whatever the fuck he wants starting with the expansion of the Chalachi Yard in this legal rationale letter sent to a county staff person back in February of this year. Once people hear this, it's like, they got this in February, and, like, they weren't... I Like, I don't know what the county would do, but were they just, like, sitting and waiting for him to act? Like, it's like... <laughs> He lays it out. It's like the fucking Unabomber. He like had a whole manifesto and like was like, this is what I'm going to do. But he sends it like many months in advance and everybody, no one does anything. Quote, the United States Congress and state governments have given railroads enormous power, among which are eminent domain, preemption from local permitting and environmental regulation, and even the ability to have our own police force called special agents <laughs> with, with approximately the same power as a U.S. Marshal. <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility. On a local level, the citizens of Clark County handed PVJR the keys to their railroad, knowing we had this power and trusting okay. we would do the right thing and not necessarily the most profitable. The burden of trust weighs heavily on us every day. The people of this county did not hand Eric Temple. No one voted for Eric Temple. <laughs> the county manager signed the lease. Plenty of public input about Eric Temple was given prior to this. There's been it. There had been issues with Eric Temple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Many members of the public were not happy with him. They did not make a sign a lease with him. Even the county counselors themselves did not actually sign this lease. I believe. Yeah, it was just the county manager because they act as like the executive branch of the county. Mm-hmm. So. Absolute bullshit. And oh my God. Great power comes great response. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> let's, let's take this a piece of time. The United States Congress and state governments have given railroads enormous power, among which are eminent domain. And eminent domain is the, is the thing that only government is supposed to be able to do they can take your property but they have to pay you like the the proper price for it or whatever so he is claiming that he as a railroad like yeah just like is the government somehow yeah Yeah. he is a government entity who can come take your property apparently if he wants to (laughs) that should terrify everybody that That should fucking terrify everybody preemption from local permitting and environmental regulations he doesn't have to which means law doesn't apply to me. Yeah. No. That law does not apply to not me. Not regulations, not, you know, permitting. He just he gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. He's he, gone. 
And even the ability to have our own police force called, and this is in quotes, special agents <laughs> with approximately the same power as a U.S. Marshal. Dude, honestly, I'm like kind of scared because I think his interpretation of the law is wrong, but I have found there to be like a kernel of truth in in a lot of the things that he says. So I'm like, dude, where did he get this special forces shit? Like, do not tell me there's like something out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's well, it's scary enough that he believes it, right? Like, it is he is, just going to start hiring is. some thugs? Like... It is disturbing. You know what? Like, I don't think the community would really like that. Um, and then, yeah. What are you talking about? We handed him the keys. We handed him. <laughs> didn't you? I thought you just read that, didn't you? <laughs> Moving on. So, we have informed Granite Construction. Their plans to open a new quarry in Chalachi, as PVJR understands them, will not be moving forward with the approval of PVJR. We do not want them to begin conveying millions of tons of rocks over Chalachi Creek by truck or conveyor, as we feel the impact would be too great. We also don't want to be forced to ship loaded rail cars over our culvert above the Chalachi Creek, as the dust and emissions will also necessarily affect this important tributary. Finally, we are going to attempt to get them to change their proposed 200-foot setback from Chalachi Creek to 250 feet. So I don't know what's going on between him and, and Granite Construction here. So the Granite Corporation is the one that applied for the Chalachi SMO. This is a thing that is not approved. It has not happened. It's probably not going to happen for a very long time. It's not going to sure as fuck not going to happen if we can help it. Yeah. Um, and so he is claiming as if he's just like some concerned citizen. Like we do not approve of what Granite Construction <laughs> is doing. Basically, he's saying, no, don't you... Their plan for that, no, we don't like that. We we are concerned right. about the environmental implications of you hauling all that rock out on truck. Just conveniently over <laughs> here, we happen to be a railroad company that has a railroad. So you're going to put that shit on our, on our shit. Okay. That's what he's saying. Yeah, but he's making a weird environmental... Like, like he's just some good Samaritan. It's, it's, it's insane. It's pretty insane. He is the. We let them know that we can't approve. Like, can't you just say like, "Hey, I've got an idea. How you make you put that shit on my like? Why do you have to have these like fake reasonings behind everything? Hero positioning. He's the bulwark from poor, you know, Chalachi and protecting Chalachi (laughs) Creek against the evil Granite Corporation. Yeah. The point is, he he's doing a song and dance, pretending like. He has the law figured out and he mm-hmm. lays it out for you and mm-hmm. he goes, look no further. Yeah, we're at the end here. <laughs> I'm like gonna, I, I I'm can about see to the, kill myself. Yeah. The, the life draining <laughs> out of Carissa. <laughs> it is imperative that any questions you have about the project must be resolved as soon as possible. Uh, we should have rough plans done within the week. <laughs> yeah, he's like, get week. back to me ASAP. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feel free to reach out to me or my XO, attorney. XO, Eric Temple. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> so again, the they got this in February. And as far as I'm pretty sure, as far as as we know, is that Nobody cared to contact the Surface Transportation Board to find out if any of the this crazy shit was 
legal yeah. what parts of it were what weren't if he had applied to do anything if he had to nothing as far as i did call the surface transportation board today and they said today <laughs> they are the council is the county is very actively trying to sort this out and figure out what the legality that governs him actually is so they're trying to figure it out now but like i said he wrote this manifesto back in february (laughs) and (laughs) and so but but what is interesting is that um they did clearly take a while getting back to him and so if you follow the letters you find that he's like getting angrier and angrier that nobody's getting back to him (laughs) and it's not clear whether it's intentional or not but i feel like maybe if the county got that they were like shit hold on let's just put off responding to him until we can figure this out and then it went on the back burner i don't no. Well, I mean, he's pushing for it. He's like, oh, I have plans ready within the week. All you got to do is just like rubber yeah, stamp Yeah, he's like, and get back it. and confirm. Yeah, and if you don't, I'll just build this road anyway and like we'll just get, get going. Yeah, and so every letter basically after this is him threatening legal action. <laughs> Literally, like, I mean, he it's, it's there. He doesn't need to threaten legal action. He's got martial power. He's saying if you, if you county, you don't acknowledge what I just laid out for you here that, that this is how I'm governed um, that you have nothing to do with issuing any permits or any, you don't rule over anything. If you don't get back to me and let me know that, or if you disagree with that, we'll be heading into court. He says that on all of them. So I have a couple examples of that. I think, yeah, I got two examples. So um, March 14th, 2023. So after this, that letter quote, I'd love a fresh start with your office after several years of litigation and would hate to see us head down the same path again. I'm simply asking you to confirm the STB has exclusive jurisdiction over railroad construction, PVJR has sole authority over railroad construction, and the activities we envision in Chalachi fall well within the historic railroad construction activities, which requires no permits from Clark County. Mm -hmm. We can remove trees and rock to build another yard track to the east of Chalachi Creek. He's not asking. He's telling you. Mm. So and then March 30th, 2023. Um, it's basically an email to his guy, Richard Streeter, who is some other fucking like he railroad meant, attorney yeah. guy. No, he mentioned Streeter at the end of this letter. Yeah. And then Leslie, Leslie Lopez, who is with the county, saying... Um, Ms. Lopez, quote, is currently reviewing our plan to build an industrial spur track or yard expansion in Chalachi, as well as our plan to build a new PVJR transload warehouse on a 10-acre parcel we own in Barberton. Ms. Lopez, while I understand you'll need to do your own analysis, feel free to query Richard if you have any questions or concerns. He's been doing this for, you know, feel free to ask my guy who's on my side who I'm paying what the law is. He's been doing this for 51 years and his wife used to be counsel for the ICC. Hopefully Ms. Lopez will come to agree with our position, but if not... Oh. At least we'll be able to develop a relationship of some trust before heading into federal court. Oh, come on. Or the STB to litigate our differences. Well, what does he I'd think? personally love a year without litigation against the county, <laughs> as both these projects are huge wins for the citizens of Clark County. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, they're huge wins for Eric Temple. <laughs> kind of turning to, like, what the hell do we do now? I just thought we should talk about... Um, if we, we may have 
spoken a little. I think we did speak a little about it in that that dive bar intro. But um, like, I think we should discuss what are the like what do we know about the implications of this entire plan, right? Mm-hmm. Like environmentally, like how big is this whole if if the whole thing goes down? So we've got the Chalachi mine, the you know the traveling rock, all of that. So. The Chalachi SMO, if that gets approved, that's an overlay for 330 acres of development, which yeah. is currently forest. Um, we know that the Railroad Advisory Board, Eric Temple, et cetera, um, under that state law, the freight rail dependent use, have the ability to develop up to one mile on either side of the entire 33-mile stretch of rail. I think like the county has some decision making like they could make that smaller like i i think like five or 500 feet has been thrown out there but like that's what eric temple and the railroad advisory board wants is one mile on each side of the rail going yeah. down the entire line where they could have spurs anything they want the the entire way and that would be insanely destructive like this mm-hmm. is pristine land out oh, there it's, right it's it's beautiful and like even eric temple recognizes the fact that once you fuck with that land it's not coming back exactly yeah when it when it serves his uh arguments sake he'll he'll admit that right yeah yeah and then we've got the 1400 acres eric he this was in another email he claims he'll be developing in Pr- brush prairie for an industrial park oh so this God is huge we're talking multiple we're talking so- you know Many, many acres, like kind of the last vestige of, or one of the last vestiges of beautiful nature in our county. And he wants to turn, like, it's so ridiculous. Like, it, it, it's like, I guess it makes sense for a, a person like him. But like, why the fuck did the county even, like, has he just, I don't even understand because they're they're so clearly they've so clearly been like active partners in this, especially Gary Medvigy, mm-hmm. um, that like, I just don't know why, like why would you choose that for this fucking area? Like, I just don't get it. Um, other than, yeah, making money for someone else once again. So environmental disaster, public health disaster, climate disaster. I think that part needs to be other underlined because yep. some people think like, uh, in some environmental issues are, are separate from the climate. Um, you know, when we clear cut forest, <laughs> those trees, they're not just like they stop. It's not like they just stop sequestering. It's actually if you chop down a tree that releases the mm-hmm. carbon it's been sequestering into the air. So like we, we shouldn't have this split up of like climate right. people and uh, <laughs> and environmental people, which I, I feel like I see some places. So, yeah. This is a climate issue. Obviously, we need a healthy biome for a healthy uh, climate system as well. So anyways, I just wanted to make that connection and just, yeah, this is fucking huge. Mm -hmm. And I know we've been down this Eric Temple rabbit hole for a while and and all this shit, but like we should remember our last episodes. We're in a fucking climate emergency. We are in a climate crisis. This is the opposite. The thing we need to be doing is leaving nature the F alone and feel and figuring out how to live differently so that we can live in harmony with it so we could possibly survive this thing. Like no more rock for no more fucking extracting for cash. Right. 
and it's is the the justification comes later. The primary thing is like you know Eric Temple's going to make money off this. He can talk about how the fucking residents are going to need fucking aggregate or whatever as an afterthought, but he's just he's trying to like. You know, yeah, square peg, round hole. Yeah, that's what exactly. I was trying to think no, of. <laughs> I just, no, you did that, and I was like, <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just made a hand motion. I was just like, I can't, I can't think of what that is. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what he's doing, and and like we said, like it's like why I don't know, but it it sure is funny. Actually, it w- it would be funny if it wasn't true, but it's like, oh, we yeah. actually have to deal with this motherfucker. Yeah, and there's there's. Always going to be a motherfucker we have to deal with, but Eric Temple is just—I will he say is, he's a special one. He's a spe- <laughs> he holds a special place in our hearts for being such an extravagant motherfucker. Uh, I know, <laughs> yeah, like he makes it so. I mean, like, like hey, that I mean, like, he's a galvanizing force I, in opposition to him. Definitely, I mean, we can like, we can we can talk about the banality of evil, but I will give Eric Temple this: he's not banal. You know, no, he's, he's, yep. he's like, he's got such a fucking ego and an aggression. And it's a, cartoonish. It's cartoonish. Yeah. Last night was a Clark County Council meeting, which interestingly, it there was nothing on the, the agenda about the railroad. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was like a small piece, but it was pretty much not, nothing on the agenda about that. But there was public comment opportunity. And fortunately... Gratefully, I still think there should be more people there, but there were quite a few people there and it was kind of overtaken by people in their opposition to what's going on in Chalachi. Um, Bunch of people, um, John Nanny was there, Brenna and Andrew Collins. They gave fucking fabulous speeches, by the way. Like, I'm not even going to summarize those. Like, people should go, like, watch that actual one. October, what would it be? The October 17th County Council meeting. Um, Because there was just such a a bunch of great commentary there. Um, Many other familiar faces affiliated with ACE, friends of Clark County, friends of Central Vancouver and the Sierra Club. Um, Gary was called out for not having come to the site. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the only person who hasn't come other than Karen Bowerman, who at least has an excuse, I believe, with some medical issues. Um, uh, he, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he was called out by Wendy Cleveland for not having got, come out to the site. And he promptly blamed his secretary. <laughs> like he interrupted <laughs> to blame his secretary. It's like, she makes like offsite appointments for you like yeah. she makes a, like you can't just you're, when you get off work you go down like what the fuck you told, need like you gotta have a little schedule that... does she run your whole life Seriously. or does she run like, <laughs> like what the all right gary you... it's time to brush your teeth now <laughs> yeah well, exactly <laughs> what the fuck it's but, past your bedtime we gotta go and... exactly exactly so yeah yeah you know there might be something to that uh, you know what she's doing a bad job of is uh, making sure he brings snacks to work. <laughs> He's always hungry. But anyways, that, only, only <laughs> that might be too deep of a joke. for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was also called out toward the end by uh, Jackie Lane, who did a great job of reading Eric Temple's own letters, including part of the, the Marshall the, slash I am God letter. Yeah. For, um, for as bad as Eric Temple is, like he is so 
Like he will make his own rope to hang himself with. Exactly. He is just so fucking out there. Yeah, I he thought that was genius just to like read his own, his own words. Exactly. So yeah, anyway, she read those to highlight what a psychopath he is and just what his intentions his intentions are. Um, she called him out on the fact that he seemed to be in agreement with Eric. It's the the email I was talking about with the like, oh, these zone these this zoning map is just wrong. You just need to like switch all these to uh, <laughs> fucking heavy industrial or whatever. <laughs> that email that we were just talking about. The public records request reveals Gary's response, and he kind of sounds like he's in agreement with that. Like, yeah, I don't know why they didn't fix that back in whatever time or whatever. Mm. So Jackie kind of called out like it's a little disturbing that you were like kind of assuring him that maybe he could be correct. So, yeah, got called out for a couple things. Uh, all Andrew Collins also kind of directed himself at Gary to let him know that the situation in Chalachi was more than just a hiccup because mm-hmm. prior in the conversation, Gary's like, well, let's not get too hasty with this thing. Uh, you know, we, we'll figure it out once we move past this hiccup. Yeah. And Andrew Collins is the resident who is dealing with all this shit. And he's like, this is more than just a hiccup, dude. Yeah. And he looks at him like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, you, like he looks at him like, not even like, he's not even saying like, this is, I don't know. I guess I'm reading a lot into a look, but it's like, he's not saying like, this is a hiccup for me because I'm a resident dealing with it. He's like, this is like, I'm trying to help you out, bro. You're about to have, like, this is more than just a hiccup. Like, you're going to have some, stop this shit now. Like, you're going to have some problems on your fucking hands, dude. Um, So anyways, like, it was just kind of good to just like, see Gary Mavigy like get beat up because he's been he's been the number one guy even before Karen Bowerman came around pushing for industrial activity out there mm-hmm. um and you know there's many many speculation as to why really we really don't know I'm not convinced that any kind of campaign donations uh, from Eric Temple were would be enough to explain why and I don't know why as a supposed environmentalist he claims himself to be, he would just be so like all for it. But I mean, uh, it's all speculation. Yeah, we don't know. We're, we're, we're not here to do that. Yeah, right we're now. not gonna. But it felt good to just see him get his ass yeah, get called call out to account. That's what public pressure can do. Yeah, public like, shaming. The, the reason that fucking Eric Temple is making a road without permits and trying to push everything through is because like he just doesn't think there's going to be consequences. Yeah, the he's getting the assistance. Yeah, yes. Do this shit is because they don't think anybody's going to show up to call them out on it. Exactly, exactly. And oh, look what happens. Like definitely, like obviously a lot more needs to happen but after watching that meeting i was like oh shit okay yeah. like you know like ca- some counselors were moved i mean so um they were having like a funding conversation like a, a conversation about the budget and because so many people talked about the railroad glenn young basically like moved to halt funding for implementing the freight rail dependent uses law mm-hmm. which is that state law but basically they the county doesn't have like the people to do it so it'd be a hundred thousand dollars given to the county for like somebody to come in and like consult on how to implement this law which the whole thing is about putting industrial activity um on that on that rail line developing for that yeah um 
So that's where your fucking tax dollars are going, people. But anyways, <laughs> get, like this is re- like it's ridiculous. It's like what the fuck? Like this law, and then like we're, mean, and then we're paying it for it, and like what the fuck? Obviously, the community approves that their tax dollars are going towards it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's some Eric Temple logic right there. Yeah. So um, yeah. So Glenn Young. Shout out Glenn Young. Good job, Glenn Young. He moves to halt funding for implementing the freight rail dependent uses um, in light of the the recent events. He's like, can we postpone this or should we? Yeah. You know, maybe we should hold off on this because we don't know what's going to happen because, yeah. Sue Marshall, of course, agreed. Belcott and Gary were against. Karen wasn't there. So it didn't pass. So they or so the the motion to remove that funding didn't pass. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is remaining in the budget for now. But yeah, I mean, even Michelle Belcott, like she did go out there. She said some things. She, she made some statement like, don't worry. I'm like still with you guys, but I just, I'm not, I, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Who knows? She seemed confused about a lot of things too. Honestly, it was the first time I've actually seen her there in person. It was like, I was like, Whoa, Belcott's there. (laughs) Um, and yeah, of course Gary was against it. Um, because this is just a a slight hiccup in his view, but there's some good indications though. Like Gary did share a belief that, Eric Temple might have breached terms of the lease. He mm. said that. So, yeah. So, I just, based on what I saw last night, I feel like it, I I expected a lot less. And it seems like there is some momentum. There's a lot of community energy around this. Also, another, uh, just one more note about that is that, like, even the more conventional environmental groups, like, were called, like, people from those groups were calling for, like, completely repealing the freight rail dependent uses, potentially terminating the lease with Eric Temple. Yeah. Um, and those those are obviously like, I guess I would have guessed that they would have just asked for remediation. Like if I were going to guess, I would guess that like these groups would just ask for like remediation for this one thing that they did wrong. And then we're just going to fight, keep right. fighting him piecemeal right. throughout here. Right. But they're like, no. And the lease, we're going <laughs> to repeal that law or, you know, th- th- those were the kinds of things that were being called for. And that, that was a uh, really, really heartening. Like it's, we're, we're not there yet, but there is mm-hmm. momentum and like, hopefully more people will, will join in against the shit and more people will hear about it. But still like, do you want to hear my, <laughs> do you want to hear my opinion as if I haven't been sharing my opinion? <laughs> I guess since we were just talking about like what people were calling for or whatever, um, I was just going to say based on, you know, based on everything we've touched on here, like we're nearing the end here. So Mm -hmm. like what I, I think that everybody just needs to get on the same page of what we should be calling for because, uh, uh, repealing the freight rail dependent use thing. Definitely. I feel like that's kind of like a walk and chew, chew bubblegum thing. But I feel like like Eric is going to keep doing this shit. Like he is going to destroy things faster than the law will catch up with him. I forgot to mention, actually. So the county manager said that um, last night during the meeting, she said, we have told Eric to stop. Yeah. Halt construction. Yeah. And of course. He didn't. He didn't because he doesn't think the law applies to him. So this morning. They were out there. And so they're going to keep doing this. 
And like, I think based on what I know, like there is a chance that he could be correct at least about this expanding the Chalachi yard thing mm-hmm. that maybe the, the surface transportation board will agree with him. I, I, that is a, that is a scary possibility. I don't know what that, how like the clean water act or the endangered species act or all of those things would, you know what I mean? Like th- that would probably be like a lawsuit after the fact. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fucking lawyer. I'm just saying like, how do we stop him now? Yeah. Exactly. How do we, fu- what is the fastest way to stop him now? We break that relationship between the county and because I mean, it doesn't exactly matter what the law is. If the, if the citizens of the county are going like, no, we, this guy's a bad neighbor. He lies. He shows time and again that he doesn't give a shit about us and we don't want anything to do with him. So my argument would be, let's call to break, to terminate the lease with Eric Temple, whether or not he breached it. Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be litigation no matter what. And also this council doesn't seem to care very much about whether they're, they have lawsuits against them. Let's face it. <laughs> they're not very well, this adverse to doesn't lawsuits. know the definition of illegal. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it's not a great, it's not a great situation. Exactly. So, Find a fucking way to terminate that lease because we already know we have every indication it ain't getting prettier from here. There's no, you're not going to hold Eric Temple's hand on and on into the next fucking decades. Like if you just show him the right way and help him do the right. No, he's a fucking monster. End it. Be done with it and do it quickly. Yeah. So I think that that that's definitely what should be called for. And I'm glad that like that was was being called for and that was being talked about and for Gary to even say I mean I never would have even guessed because he is such a fucking stubborn asshole about all of this <laughs> like leading the charge trying to make this happen I can't even believe that he would utter the words maybe Eric yeah. Temple broke this lease you know what I yeah. mean like well, that's just how bad it is and how you can only exactly. deny reality so long <laughs> exactly. it's pounding at your door with a pitchfork and a torch exactly exactly um and so and so yeah so how how do we get how do we get that how do we get the county to do that do we go, oh, they said some nice things last night. And then we'll let just, it play out. Yeah. No, we st- they got it handled. They're yeah. totally trustworthy. Yeah. No, we need to keep, keep the, the fire going, up, yeah. keep the pressure going. Hopefully this podcast will help alert more people to this issue um, to show up to council meetings. If you can't show up to a council meeting, fucking there's a remote option. You can send an email. Like yep. there, there's always... There's always something to do. This is a big ass deal. Let's fucking stand against something. You know, this community stood against an oil terminal. And I think this is a, a, a pretty fucked up thing too. This is a very large, horrible project during a climate crisis. Yes. <laughs> Let's fucking start standing for something and start fighting back against this fucking system that's killing us and fighting it back against obvious bullies like Eric Temple. Absolutely. Let's let's be done. 
Be done with him. Wipe our hands clean with these this motherfucker. Yeah, it's the county's railroad. It's not. He's just the operator. It's our public railroad. It's our public railroad. Yes. yes. Hello, everyone. It's Carissa again. I want to leave you with one of Brenna Collins's last emails to Clark County officials. Quote, Continued construction. Constant truck and heavy equipment traffic on top of creek beds. More dead fish. More heavy sediment. More habitat lost. Negligence, negligence, negligence. Every day, we have more and more people contacting us. How can they help stop this unlawful railroad company from devastating our communities? Fire is catching. People are figuring out that Temple wants to turn Clark County into his own industrial wasteland. Clark County needs to terminate its lease with Portland-Vancouver Junction Railroad and any relationship it has with Eric Temple, a citizen who doesn't even reside in this county. As citizens in your district become aware of these measures to redesign our landscapes, dirty our waterways, kill our protected species, permanently remove critical habitat, impede safety zones around schools, and displace large groups of vulnerable elderly citizens, I hope that you are on the right side of history. Courageously hopeful, Brenna Collins. Let's ensure that episode 7 of this series is a conclusion of this saga and that the community has stood up to a wealthy, out-of-town, corporate bully who wants to extract and exploit the environment and people of Clark County for all we're worth. It's time Clark County says goodbye to Eric Temple and PBJR. PBJR.